welcome to Sip and Spin. My name is Skylar and over here in a cute little corduroy dress with goblin pockets and a flower <laughs> blouse is Brittany. Hello. We are a variety podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing. Nothing most of the time. Yes. But that's okay. But more specifically, what are we talking about today? So we have current events. Again! Again. <laughs> We're good at that here. Yeah. We get a lot of doubles. But that's okay. It's the luck of the wheel. That's true. That's why we have it, so. Yes. We're going to talk about some current events, unfortunately. And uh, we're also going to drink some red wine, which Skylar is in the middle of opening. Can she do it? Obviously. Yeah, so we are drinking um, a 19 Crimes red wine tonight. It's got Snoop Dogg on it. It is the Snoop Dogg one, which is the one I really like. Skylar probably won't, but it's I'm okay. Not a, I'm not a red wine person, but hey, the thing with the wheels. Yeah, that's it's all part of the wheels here as well. Shall we try? Oh yeah, I forgot that part. <laughs> <laughs> the only good part. <laughs> Cheers. I like it. It's not bad. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Look at you, growing. Anything to discuss before we hop in? I don't know. How was your weekend? We didn't see each other. Um, my weekend was good. I streamed a little bit last night for the first time in a long time. That was fun. So I'm going to try and get back into that regularly. Yay! And Your then, streams are always exciting. They're very chill. So if you like chill games, you can come hang with me. I kept getting caught going through people's trash last night. So it was a shit show. I did show. see that TikTok. <laughs> What is she doing? <laughs> and it was just like, hey, stop that. <laughs> I got caught like three times in a roll. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's uh, Stardew Valley, not just like weird games. But I mean, you can go through people's trash. It's fine. That's where you get the goodies. <laughs> but yeah, so I started that. Um, I've been in like, I guess the spring vibes have been kicking in. So I'm on like a big plant slash redecorating my house kick right now. So I did a lot of that this weekend. So fun. Yeah. Fun. I bought a table. Like I've been buying stuff. Um, but it was good because the rest of this week, that's pretty much not a person. This week kind of kicked my ass because I, I was lucky enough to get, I got a COVID shot, the vaccine, and I got the one shot and it, uh, it, it knocked me out for a few days. So I was down and out, but I'm feeling good now. So Yay. feeling good and I'm vaccinated. So woo. But I still matters. wear my mask. Yes. <laughs> I'm not vaccinated yet, but I am going to try and call around and just like see if anyone has any spare vaccines. Because even though I don't have health insurance, I'm going to try and pay out of pocket just to. Yeah, um, that's I mean, that's literally how I got lucky enough. It's just people had an extra one. So I hopped on it. As quick as I could. Yeah, but so. that's what I'm gonna do. Call around, see if there's any anyone with spares. And if that does happen and I do get vaccinated, I'm still going to be wearing my mask. I don't know. I feel like even after, like, if everyone gets vaccinated and somehow the government isn't a piece of shit and like <laughs> COVID like kind of goes away, I'm not even sure I would ever be able to go back to not wearing a mask. Like it's just so pretty ingrained normal. at this yeah. point. Yeah, <clears throat> it would. It will be a, a strange time. I'm not. I'm not excited to hear like people be like, oh, I feel naked without my masks a zillion times a day because you know it's gonna be like a saying oh yeah everyone's gonna say yeah that <laughs> and, wouldn't be fun and i'm already just sighing <laughs> <laughs> just 
cringing already. It hasn't even happened yet. We'll but... hear it at work a lot. You, yeah. you know that, yeah. Yeah, I always forget how much I like this wine until I, like, have it and I'm drinking it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It's actually really good. This is good. Whoa! Skylar just said a red wine is really good? It is. <laughs> good thing we have that on recording. Because <laughs> yeah. it's Snoop Dogg. It is, man. This is probably my favorite out of the 19 crimes, but I haven't had them all, so. Mm. Okay. I guess she, we should get started. Yeah. It's been almost 20 minutes. Yeah, babbling. I just, I really just don't want to do this episode. Yeah. Do you want to tell them the story about how we got our notes together before we start and kind of lead into both of our segments just so they know what's coming? If you want, yeah. Okay. So we had to like push off recording because um, I made friends. Um. <laughs> A rare occurrence on this podcast for either of us. I was like, I have not made any new friends since COVID happened, but I made two new friends. They were awesome. Um, so they invited me to hang out again Saturday before they had to leave back to Tennessee and Missouri. So I wanted to hang out with them on Saturday. And I was like, yes, this is like going to be so fun. So I was like, Brittany, we can't record tonight. Like we got to do it like probably Monday night or something. And she was like, uh, these are the times that would work for me. If that works for you, we were going to record yesterday, but then my mom got mad at me for trying to leave the house three nights in a row. Um, so I was just like, it's not worth the fight, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Brittany was like, oh, by the way, um, what were you wanting to do? Because I just did three pages of notes and realized this might be what you were wanting to cover. And I was like, well, what I was thinking about doing was talking about like what's going on with like the Asian American community and what's what happened in Atlanta and the uh, racial discrimination against Asian Americans because of people thinking that every single Asian person is the reason that COVID happened and that's just not the case. And I was going to want to like kind of bring awareness to that for people who didn't know. But then I was like, that might be a little heavy so then and I was texting her all this I was like this is what I was gonna do but then I was kind of thinking that like it might be too heavy so I may just do some stupid light-hearted YouTube drama and then before my actual segment just kind of like touch on what happened and like list some resources I can just tell you guys that there are resources and the show notes that you can check out to kind of like learn more about it and help donate or like raise awareness um but then have like a stupid youtube drama segment <laughs> so that way it wasn't like too heavy and she was like oh yeah see that's what i was doing was i was doing what happened in atlanta and i was like oh, okay uh well i didn't i didn't want to i wanted to do something lighthearted and jokey but as a platform like this we have to talk about it i feel like because mm -hmm. it's who else is going to? And if you have a platform, you should talk about it. Because it is a big, stupid fucking issue. And so I didn't want to talk about it because I know it's going to be really heavy. But that is what I'm talking about for my segment. So fair warning now. Yes. I'm going to go into a little bit of detail about what happened in Atlanta this past week. Because it's very current. And it is important to raise awareness to Very what important. is what is happening. Like I was saying, she said that like she was that that's what she was doing was um, what happened in Atlanta, and then like I think you mentioned about like what happened in London, which I don't really know what's happening in London, so I haven't seen that, so. I don't know. So I'll I'm going to do a very, very brief overview of it because my, cause the Atlanta one is so very heavy and uh, we're recording this two days before it goes live and I have to edit it um, really quickly. So I don't, it's not that it's yeah, not important, <laughs> not that it's not important, um, but I, I 
won't go probably as in too deep of detail, but I do urge you to dive into both issues on your own. Oh, and you had texted, yes. So when I said that that's what I was thinking about doing, but I wasn't sure, and you were like, yes, that is what I'm doing. I'm like, maybe we can like, and then you were like, well, we can like combine it and we can both do it and Mm -hmm. both research it and just talk about it together. And I was like, no, no, like it's all you, baby, if that's what you want to do. Like, um, because it needs to be raised, like, it needs attention needs to be brought to it and I was like well I'll just do some stupid YouTube drama then so then that way like after it's over and we talked about it that I can lighten the mood um then I hear today when she comes here (laughs) that's probably not what's gonna happen guys so my segment is seven minutes or seven pages long and um I thought it was just gonna be really stupid and like because YouTube drama is usually always stupid um But then I kind of went down a rabbit hole and realized what was actually going on. And um, it is not lighthearted or fun at all. It's actually really dark and really heavy. Um, So trigger warning for um, sexual assault, rape, toxic enabling, manipulative tendencies, and abusive tendencies. Great. Yeah, in mine, if you, in regards to the London case, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of violence. Uh, obviously the Atlanta and just hate, just hate crime trigger warning because it is a hate crime. We're going to go into that. And, uh, just racism, abuse, white privilege, whatever. It's basically, it's just going to be a rough episode. Yeah. But it's an important episode and it sounds, I don't know what Skylar specifically is, but it sounds important. So yeah, we need to de-platform these people. (laughs) We'll do it as fairly as we can. Um, and as factual. I know Skylar is also a lot better at pronunciation and phonetics, so she can also help me with the names, because I do think it is important to learn the victims' names Mm -hmm. and to learn different cultures' names and how they speak or whatever. Um, So I'm going to try my best, but... And I do have a video link. I will also let you see other people in the community pronouncing their own names for that... those victims um so definitely there'll be a lot of show notes for this one with links to resources donations just anywhere to get more information also i talk about a specific article that i think is really really well written and really good and i'm also going to link that as well so before you get started you know what pisses me off uh, yeah sure <laughs> okay <laughs> lots of things i imagine <laughs> so there have been like people on tiktok who like are like either use k-pop or anime to like build their clout on TikTok. And then they and don't talk about this Exactly. Stuff? And yeah. then, like, people will be like, why aren't you talking about it? And they're like, mm, it's not my place to talk about it. And I'm like, I get that to a certain extent because, like, you shouldn't speak over Asian voices. But if you're just bringing awareness to what's happening, that's not speaking over them. What it would be like if an Asian, like, if um, an Asian person was like, this offends me and you're like well this is why it shouldn't offend you that would be like speaking over the asian community about like racial issues but when you're speaking with the asian community about racial issues happening to them and like trying to bring awareness to it that is not speaking over the asian community that is helping them and if you are going to consume asian media and asian content as a form of entertainment you should like speak up about it like don't just be silent about like Anyways. No, yeah, and that was a, another big thing where I was weighing whether I wanted to do this or not, and it was just like, well, I 
I'm not as factual. I, we are two white women. <laughs> like, we don't know shit. <laughs> but, and our platform is very teeny tiny, but... I'm half native. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's true. I'm just saying we are not Asian. We don't... I'm, no, we like, are not. But... but we are allies, I like to think, mm-hmm. for multiple peoples. And I, as someone who greatly enjoys K-pop and anime and just the culture as a whole, the food, some of my favorite food is Asian food. Like, if you enjoy those things, you should be upset. You should be pissed. You should be angry. I'm not as well-traveled as, as I would like to be, but I've been places and I've had the privilege and the honor to travel and meet lots of different people. I have never once met a rude non-American that I can think of. Right. The only rude, racist, horrible people I ever meet are white people. Mm-hmm. And I will go to bat for that statement because... I will die on this hill. <laughs> like... White people are the worst. We are. Yeah. Um, and I say that including myself because I am white passing, like, and every Like, white people just suck. Yeah. Like, like I am a very privileged person. <laughs> I get that. And... I'm white, so I have, do have a lot of privilege. But yeah, it just, it seemed important to talk about, so we're going to talk about it. And, yeah. Yeah, sorry to interrupt and get no, but that No, but that was but also like, another but thing that's I that had. pisses me yeah. off. Like, if you are going to, like, I knew just... exactly where you were going with it, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I, because I've seen it too, and I've seen it on Twitter and TikTok where we're like, well, why aren't you talking about this? You like this. And it's like, well, I just can't. You just choose not to. No, like, you can, <laughs> you're just not. Because I was having the same thing a little while. I was, like, debating whether or not I wanted to do it. And then you said you were doing it. I was like, oh, yeah, take it away. But, like, one of the reasons, I was like, I need to talk about it. But at the same time, it's really heavy. But, like, if I'm going to be someone who, like, enjoys, like, and consumes content from this culture, then I should talk about it. So, but, yeah. yeah. That's basically how I felt. Um, And if you have issues with that and you're white, we don't really care. (laughs) So... Take that as you will. Yeah, white people, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't for you, but you should listen. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so it's going to be a lot of information that I hope a lot of you already know and are aware of, but there's also going to be a lot of stuff that I take a lot of issue with that maybe you aren't as aware of, so we'll dive into it. So on Tuesday, March 16th of this past week, a 21-year-old uh, male, white male, named Robert Aaron Long, drove to a strip mall in northern Atlanta suburbs, and he went to Young's Asian Massage Parlor, where he then proceeded to kill four people. And this is where my really horrible pronunciation comes in. But these were the four people he killed at this one. It's, and I think it's Zhao Jie. Zhao Jie. And it can be a CH sometimes, it just kind of depends. There's not, um, tones there, so it makes harder, it makes it harder to figure out which consonant sound you're supposed to use, but... Like, it could be, like, Zhao Jun. Like, it's, like, a person who, like, name I know really well, so that sound, Zhao. Yeah. And so it's Zhao. less, like, Chow than it is Zhao. Zhao. Mm-hmm. Zhao Jie. Zhao Jie. Tang. Tang. Mm-hmm. Who's 49. Also, Skylar studies this. This is why I figured she would be better. I only hear it from other people. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Delana Ashley Yang. 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 Yeah. That would be my best guess. Selena Ashley Young, who was 33. Paul Andre Michaels is 54. Phone 44. And then Elsius. I think that would be my best guess would be Elsius, but I am not great at Spanish. That would be a Jaden question. No, I, I know nothing. About, I took French in high school. 
Um, so this is me trying my best on all these. Yeah. But Jaden's fluent in Spanish, so she oh, would be your best, wow. best guess. Good for her. Yeah, she's um, awesome. She's my language like, <laughs> inspiration. Yes, but I mean, the point is at least try people with mm-hmm. anything learning. Just learn a new culture the best to your ability. It's it's fun and it's good for everyone. But anyways, the first four were killed. Um, this last one, Elsius Hernandez Ortiz. 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 Mm-hmm. Hernandez Ortiz. Who was 30. He was shot multiple times outside of the massage parlor, but he did survive. So he was really just like a bystander as the shooter was leaving mm-hmm. the massage parlor. After leaving the Young's massage parlor, um, the killer headed south to the Buckhead neighborhood of Atlanta. There he proceeded to shoot and kill four more Asian women. Three were at the Gold Massage Spa, and one was at the Aromatherapy Spa across the street. They were Soon Chung Park, yep. 74, Hyun Yong Grant, Hyun Jung Grant, 51, but Kim was also her maiden name. So Kim Hyun Jung. And then Soon Cha Kim mm-hmm. Cha. was 69, and Yong A Yu. Yong A Yu was 63. And this all happened within an hour of the first shooting, which for one, I have issue with. Although I would like to say really quick, just because it is the romanization, that is also where some confusion with the pronunciation could come in, just because it's been romanized. And okay. so like, depending on like, young A-U is, I can tell that that, or at least to me, I'm pretty sure based off what I know that that is Korean phonetics. And the, that that's what it sounds like in the pronunciation also yeah yeah the, so the romanization can be the same even though it's two different korean letters um mm. so because like there's like i'm gonna use a k-pop reference just so it's easy no yeah there's like yonghoon from mm-hmm. the boys and then yonghoon from one way and the romanization is typically can go either way but the actual korean lettering is different okay yeah, so it just kind of depends. No, on, yeah, that's, um, that's cool to know. That's just my best guess on that it's young instead of young. Okay. Um, just because it would be um, this letter if the romanization is exactly correct, or it would be that letter okay. based off if it wasn't. But it makes a very similar sound, and the romanization can be the same. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I... I'd love to learn Korean one day. I made like finger letters. To yeah, Skylar was like writing it out. So, but yes, this happened, this, the, the second and the third spa shooting happened within an hour of the first one, which at that point you have to ask Atlanta, big city, where, why were the police not there within an hour, like figuring out what was happening, mm-hmm. but whatever. Um, when he was apprehended, Long was en route to Florida, where he had planned to continue his shooting rampage of Asian spas. Oh my god. But it's not a hate crime, says everyone. Do you talk about what the police officer said? We're gonna get, yeah. Okay, because yep. that pissed me the fuck off, but yeah. okay, anyways, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I get into a lot in okay. my, it's only three pages, but I do cover a lot. Okay. So we're going to take a pause and we're going to do more broad right now. So uh, unfortunately, anti-Asian hate incidents and hate crimes are not, have not lately, especially, but forever been uncommon here in America. Um, Historically, though, they have just been underreported because why would they bother? (laughs) 
but they do appear to be on the rise since last March, uh, the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Just recently, for example, uh, this past January in San Francisco, an 84-year-old Thai man died after being assaulted while on a walk across the bay. He was just on a walk, and he got beat up and killed. In Oakland's Chinatown, a 74-year-old Asian man died after being assaulted and robbed. In both of these cases, law enforcement were hesitant to connect the killings to racial bias. Instead, they were labeled as incidents of, quote, elder abuse. One, how is that better? Because why, why would you brush off killing elderly just because they're elderly? But two, they were minding their own business, just walking or doing something, and they were targeted it's racial at that point. Mm -hmm. You can say it. <laughs> and there's like, and this is like, this is the worst of it, but there's also microaggressions every single day. I mean, like I will order packages and like, it'll have like a Chinese label. Like the label will be oh, in Mandarin. I'm constantly ordering foreign packages. And then like, my dad is like, you're going to have COVID in that package. I'm like, dad, like, come on. Like, no, that's not how it works. Actually. Thank you. <laughs> And I do not excuse my dad's actions. I mean, my dad's a minority. He is a Seminole Native American, but he grew up in Alabama and he is very older and set in his ways. And that is not to excuse him because he should know better. And like in his like perspective to him, he doesn't see it as racist. He just sees it as like an observation. I'm like, no dad, like what you're saying is racist you just don't realize it and i'm like try to bring that to his attention but it's just like little microaggressions yeah. like that that turn into things Escalate. that are bigger yeah. and like people don't realize that those offhanded comments are rooted in racism, racism. yeah and just I'm like, like stereotypes in american movies the asian character being good at math yeah, that's, that's a microaggression. That's like, yeah, because everyone has their strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. as a people. Like, it's it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it's everywhere. Stop um, AAPI Hate is a nonprofit organization that formed near the beginning of the pandemic to track discrimination against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. And it has received nearly 3,800 reports of incidents ranging from verbal harassment to physical assault. Since the beginning of the pandemic, 3,800 reports. In a survey of several police departments, the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism in California State University tallied 122 anti-Asian hate crimes across 16 American county or cities in 2020, which was up from 49 in 2019. Like, it's always been there, sure, mm -hmm. but it definitely skyrocketed last year. Yeah. Um, I wonder why. A lot of idiotic people blame COVID on Asian people. Maybe that's why. Uh, where would they have gotten a ridiculous idea? Oh, yeah, the former fucking president of the United States of Literally, America. he called it the what did he go china oh, virus who Chinese could forget virus? donald trump referring to covid19 as the quote china virus yeah. and let's not forget kung flu he also said i forgot i did forget about that yeah I yeah no that, like, never forget i thought he said it was like the either the china virus or like the chinese virus oh he and, said like, all he said all of this 
And he said kung flu. I hate, I hate him so much. Yeah, so here's a mini uh, Trump rant. That man did nothing helpful, his presidency, but especially not during the pandemic and the end of his term. He only spread false information, instilled fear, mm-hmm. supported racism, and much, uh, and was an actual legitimate disgrace of a human. And that's that. Um, no, you're right, and you should say it louder for the people in the back. He, like, oh my god, he's the most racist human in the mm-hmm. world. And, like, he didn't even respect any of the guidelines that, like, the CDC was setting up at all. He was just go- He did nothing for the pandemic. Mm-mm. Absolutely nothing. He gave people money to shut them up, but he did nothing helpful. It was, did, didn't he tell people to drink bleach or something? Like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah. I got a little heated in that part. <laughs> yeah, no, because literally if Trump, mm, I can't even like put it into words like how, like if he, mm, okay, I need to like take it because I'm angry. So <laughs> it know. makes it hard to think it's, when I'm it's angry. It's a very hard case, yes. It's not even a case. This is our fucking president. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where it all went wrong. <laughs> even, okay, if he wasn't who he was and like actually tried to, like, be a decent human and, like, respect people and respect guidelines and everything, things would not be as bad as they are now. It would still happen, of course, because you're going to have people who are racist. racist people. But yeah. when you see the figurehead of your country... Telling you it's okay to be racist. Tell, yeah, literally <laughs> telling you it's okay and encourages it and I'm proud of you. It, like, and spearheads that, then it just gets worse. I mean, he not only did it with, like, COVID and, like, attacking, like, the Asian community and especially, like, Chinese people, but then it still affects the whole Asian community because people can't, they see an Asian person and they're like, you're all the same. And that's not true. Like they just, they can't, like they know nothing. But then like he also did it with, you know, Black Lives Matter. Like, and that And it was not white. He was the most racist piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like with the Proud Boys and everything. So then people were like, oh, it's okay to be racist to black people. We hear you, we see you, go home. It's okay Fuck to you. It's okay to be racist to black people. It's okay to harm them. It's okay to attack them. Police should do what they need to do. The Proud Boys, you know, stand on or what was it? Stand by and stay on or something. Stand by and I, who fucking knows? I don't know. And then he did the same thing with the Asian community and like the oh my god, he was literally he was supposed to be the figurehead of, and we should never vote for him in the first place. He's sexually assaulted people. Grab him by the pussy, right? I mean, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't, if you would have told me, like, eight years ago in school, like, or ten years ago, or, like, as a child, like, oh, this man will be your president, and these are the things he said, it's like, shut up. Like, no, there's no way people would what? vote for him. Like, and then they did, and then he was supposed to represent our country, and, like, you know, and then he just spearheaded and encouraged all of this racism and racial bias and discrimination that still happens now and like won't go away because now it's been ingrained that like oh if people in charge can do this so can we and it's fine and speaking of this piece of shit and current events did you hear he is launching his own social media platform 
No, I did not. I try not to. I try to ignore Trump now that he's not in office anymore. Oh, yeah. You would like to, wouldn't you? But because he's been banned from all social media. I didn't know that because he got his Twitter account suspended. I was like, fuck, yeah. Which took way too long. Let's talk about that. Oh, I quoted. Did you see? Okay. I had a thing about when he was talking about... um, because he had said something during the Black Lives Matter. He said a lot of fucking things. <laughs> true. But he had tweeted, like, during the Black Lives Matter movement, he was like, this country was built on, like, honor and respect and religion or something like that. Hold on. I'm we gonna... literally weren't. We, we we were built on racism as a country. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the entire <laughs> thing. Let's go. But, yeah, while she's building that up. So, yes, apparently Trump is launching his own um, social media platform. I hate that. So that's terrifying. Yeah, that's just terrifying. I, cause <laughs> it's supposed to launch this month, I think. Because, so. you know, like, all of those people who share his ideals are going to band together and just keep encouraging each other. It's going to be mom mentality all over again, which is why, which I will get into it's on a QAnon. second. QAnon. It's I, all of that. I will get cult. into. It's a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> put it on a shirt it's a cult Trump because I was going to get into that like if I ever did mom mentality for psychology talk about Jonestown but also talk about how Trump has created fuck Jonestown I mean that was horrible but modern day is yeah baffling horrible okay so what he said and the tweet was made with the quote on June 6th of 2020, which is like when the precipice like, of the downfall of everyone. Yep. Yeah. Cause that was like the, cause like the black lives matter movement had happened before, like, because it should still happen. It still needs to keep happening. We're going to talk about that too. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was going to say like a lot of no, people because I have a lot of issue. Yeah. It'll, it'll come up. You'll see. Okay. Well I'll kind of keep that to, yeah. and we'll talk about it then. Um, but yeah, it came up during that. Like it was like, it was pride month and it was the, like the, another surge of the, protest in Black Lives Matter. And this is a quote from Donald Trump. America is founded upon the rule of law. It is the foundation of our prosperity, our freedom, and our very way of life. But there is no law that where but where there is no law, there is no opportunity. Where there is no justice, there is no liberty. Where there is no safety, there is no future. And I quoted that tweet saying I'm sorry, are we talking about the same America? The America that the Europeans colonized and claimed as their own despite natives already living here? America was founded on native blood being spilled through mass genocide? You stole this country barbarically. America was founded on racism. (laughs) We have always been racist. Which is like something as like, as being half native, I like am... I refuse to let people think that, oh, this country was built on freedom. It was built on laws and the articles of the Confederation and the Constitution. I'm like, no, America was built on killing people. Facts. It was built on murder. (laughs) Fuck Christopher Columbus. He was a Fuck Christopher Columbus. I hate Christopher Columbus. When they took down that Christopher Columbus statue and put it in the river, I was so happy. And people were like... You took down the Christopher took Columbus. Our history. I'm like, well, he's fucking sucked. He Your deserves history to drown. Fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> a lot of tangents. Sorry. I'm like, I'm pissed. Oh yeah, I had to go. You, you can't not talk about this case, which is one of the the biggest hate crime against Asian people in America mm-hmm. within many years, and you can't not bring up Donald Trump. You. Literally cannot because he's the, the cause. 
facts like straight facts everything that happened was like every everything every racist thing that has happened recently has always been around but donald trump was the one who perpetuated that and encouraged it and let it go on because as any major repercussions because people think they can get away with it now because as a small-minded person who you live in america you think no your shit doesn't stink no one's better than you because you're america freedom blah 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 and the literal ruler of your free country is telling you this shit word from word from his mouth like you're valid for being racist this these people are the reason this happens they're trying to take your guns and then you won't be free why the fuck won't you go out and murder everyone and do people realize america's not the only free country no they don't they don't (laughs) (laughs) they do not Like, why don't people know that America is not the only free country? They're like, America, land of the free. Every other country has to, you know, answer to the government and to the leader and or to the queen or to the prime minister. I'm like, not really. Not necessarily. Like, there are other free countries. And, like, people are just like, blah, 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 America. No, we're, we're, Amer- we're America, home of the regularly school shootings. Like, I... <laughs> Today, regular I, school shootings, no free health, no health care regulations. No, I don't go to the fucking doctor when I'm sick because I don't have insurance. OK, I had injured my foot and my my x-ray was eight hundred dollars. Yeah, I can't afford that. And that's with health insurance. <laughs> and now I don't have health insurance anymore. And I have so many like injuries and like I get strep eight times a year and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get my tonsils removed and like. Even, like, our boss, and I, like, I love her. Our our boss is, like, the best woman ever. She cares about her so much, and which is good because, like, it's a small business because corporations don't give a fuck about you. Sorry to say it. Um, but I mean, like, I'm not sorry to say it. <laughs> but, like, even though, like, I get strep, like, um, I, like, I tell Brenda, I'm, like, listen, I have strep. And she's, like, can you still come in and just stay in your corner and not talk to anyone and not deal with anything? I'm, like, yeah, I can do that. But, like, it's still because I can't afford to take a day off. And, like, during the snow weeks, I was, like, suffering. (laughs) I had, like... I mean, everyone thinks America is so great, but we work ourselves to death. Mm -hmm. We And people are like, oh, working 80-hour weeks and making minimum wage is the American dream. I'm like, no, it's not. It's literally fucking not. (laughs) You shouldn't have to work yourself to death to be able to afford to survive. You should have free health care and work... 30 hour weeks like fuck it like yolo let's live our lives not god it's whatever and then you see these boomers who are like oh well back in my day i'm like well back in your day things were affordable gas was 30 cents like and you could go to college for almost nothing and work a minimum wage job and afford a house on that today you can't do that because you can't afford apartments on the inflation has risen so much that still the minimum wage hasn't gone up to combat that because (laughs) our officials are spending all of our money on war and sending troops to middle eastern countries because war is so fun war is no stop doing that shit you're the reason our country is in debt 
It's not because of people needing food stamps or needing government help to be able to survive. It's because the government is spending their funds in places where it doesn't need to fucking be. I mean, yeah, we're, we're not. I'm sorry. <laughs> not that great. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> this is supposed to be a short episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I got carried away. No, I mean, I get it. It's, I mean, and you should. You should be hated. You should be upset about everything. And if anything, this issue, it should bring up multiple issues because we, as a country, we have multiple issues and you should be pissed about them. Mm-hmm. And if this past year hasn't taught you anything, it should have taught you that. Going back to the Atlanta shootings. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, police pretty much refused to label Long's mass murder as a hate crime. As far as I know, they still have not labeled it as such. Even though six of his victims were Asian and he specifically went to Asian spas and he was planning to go to Florida for more Asian spas. The other two victims that got killed in the process were most likely collateral. Even the man he randomly shot outside of the spa, it was probably just because you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, but he was there because they were Asian spas. Mm-hmm. That's that. It's it was racially motivated. motivated. When he was charged, he told investigators that he did not have a racial motivation motive. Captain Jay Baker, the spokesman for the Asshole. sheriff's office in Cherokee County, described Long's actions as a result of a really bad day. Mm, yeah, see, I was hoping you were going to get to that because I have some feelings. How could you not fucking get to that? Because when I have a really bad fucking day, I drink a bottle of wine and cry and watch sad movies or TV shows. I don't go shoot up a fucking massage parlor because I'm not a white man, I guess. I don't know. Exactly, because that's... <laughs> And that's why, like, I was, like, talking about it to my mom today because I was telling I was telling her about what you were doing. And I was, like, I was, like, yeah. And, like, it was clearly so, like, racially motivated. And, like, the police officer, like, the, the captain just, like, excused it as he was having a really bad day. And my mom was, like, what? I was, like, yeah. He just said it was because the... The uh, the shooter had just a really bad day. I was like, I have bad days all the fucking time. I work in goddamn retail. I don't kill anyone. I've never killed anyone. And when I've had a really bad day, I mean, I had a really bad day. What did I do? I drank four bottles of wine, threw up, went to work the next day, hung over. That's what you do when, when you, you have, have a really, really bad, bad day. day. You don't kill people. That is not having a really bad day. Every single person in this world has had a really bad day not no like but when you live in america you get to have a really bad day like a white male with a gun skylar god i think there should be more gun regulations do i think guns should be taken away forever and like from everybody no not necessarily but i do think there should be much much stricter regulations on who can own a gun and what kind of gun they should own. No random person should have an AR-15 in their home. No. That is not necessary. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very liberal. Uh, I think that's pretty established. But I, I also have a house and I'm here. I'm by myself a lot. I have a fucking gun on me. And if you break into my house, I'm going to shoot you. That's that. But I'm not going to go out in public, shoot up a place. Like, mm-hmm. there's a difference yeah there's a difference between having a gun to protect your home and go and if you have what is your gun an automatic no it's a pistol exactly (laughs) no random citizen should have an automatic weapon 
I just don't think that that's that that should be a thing. Automatic weapons are the most either automatic or semi-automatic are what is used in most mass shootings and no random citizen should need access to that. There's no reason why someone should have an automatic or semi-automatic for any reason whatsoever. Yeah. Because you There's just... a lot of hand gesturing happening right now. <laughs> because you never know, you might have a really bad day. Yeah. God forbid. Going on, yeah. the Sorry, I keep getting <laughs> the the chief continues to quote because the shooter, you know, when you're a ma- white mass murderer, you get to just make your own quotes and tell people what had happened. So you're like, oh, I had a really bad day. And also, he apparently has an issue, what he considers a sex addiction, and that he viewed the massage parlors as a temptation for him that he wanted to eliminate. I'm sorry, fucking what? And can we just talk about my next line is, <laughs> because I could not even, for one, okay. Let's talk about sex addiction. Um, According to mental disorders and health disorders, it is not a real thing. It is not a classified thing in a medical journal that is a disease or an issue. It is purely in someone's mind, and that's fine. You have a sex addiction, where are you going to go? You're going to go to strip clubs, you're going to go to sex shops, you're going to go to anywhere else. Not three massage parlors that even Atlanta police themselves have said they were never on our radar for being a front for a sex shop. So why would he shoot those up? Maybe because he's fetishizes Asian women and it was a hate crime. Which That's that. <laughs> fetishizations of the of Asians are a whole different issue that if we had more time, I would totally get into because it's yes. wrong. And then like you there is no you should not fetishize other people. End of the day, end of the line. Period. Do not fetishize other people. Do not fetishize other people for their race. Do not fetishize other people for their sexuality. Do not fetishize other people. And if you think... And no, you shouldn't do that. Maybe you do. You know what you also shouldn't fucking do? Murder them because of your own ill attempt to not act on it in a sexual way. How the fuck does that make sense? Yeah. Vicky's actually very angry. I'm so pissed. Like it's like getting to the point where I can't even put my thoughts into words because I'm so angry. But hmm. it's such bullshit. And and like, can we talk about this shooter? If he was a black man, would the police be like, "Oh, he was having a really bad day"? No, no, they wouldn't have. No, because... they would not have. <laughs> because that in itself is a whole nother fucking American issue. And it drives me up the fucking wall. (laughs) So this uh, police chief speaking on it. Baker, uh, from what I saw, uh, he has been removed as a spokesman from the case. And I did see, I want to touch on it. I saw something about how he had, or maybe had shared a photo of a shirt that said something about the China virus. Like something about COVID-19 being a part of the China virus or whatever bullshit that was um i'm not sure if it's completely true because i cannot find anything about it anymore so i don't know if that was before or after he was removed from the case i wouldn't doubt it either way uh if it was something that he had shared and that's why he's being so lenient to this shooter when he was talking about it but i'm just throwing it out there for what it was because he's a he's a cop so that that was that so I had Skylar help me with this pronunciation. I 
we are not entirely sure, but we're going to go with Jayongfeng. Jai. It's a Jai. Yeah. The Is that not what I'm saying? <laughs> You're using more of the like Ja, which is like the X sound. So this would be Ja Young. Ja with a J sound. Ja. Uh-huh. You like use more of a J sound <laughs> rather than an X sound. I think I'm relying on my French. Ja. Yeah, which is like, yeah. But that's yeah. Ja. Ja Young. Ja Young. Ja. Ja Young. Ja. You had it right the first time. Uh- <laughs> Anyways, say it. <laughs> ja Young Fun. Which uh, is to say, I don't know for sure, but that would be my best guess based on the J- phonetics. Ja Young. Ja. Ja. Ja Young. Ja Young. Uh-huh. Fun. Fun. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, if that's how you say this name, that's that. If not, yeah, if, I'm if, so sorry. If, if, if I'm wrong, <laughs> I'm really sorry. But like, based off of what I have learned, that is my best guess. But yeah. But she has a really good um, piece for the New Yorker that she wrote that I definitely urge you to read if you are interested in this case. But um, there was a quote that really stood out to me, and I'm going to quote it right now. A senseless massacre can be painfully clarifying about the state of a country. As the killing of George Floyd and countless other African Americans have made clear, structural racism has been simultaneously mundane and pathological. The incendiary rhetoric of a racist former president combined with the desperation stoked by an unprecedented pandemic has underscored the precariousness of a minority's provisional existence in the U.S., To live through this period as an Asian American is to feel defenseless against a virus as well as a virulent strain of scapegoating. It is to feel trapped in an American tragedy while being denied the legitimacy of being an American. I thought that was very telling and it was very sad and it's very true. If you are an Asian American living in America right now, I probably you're terrified for a whole year now at this point with Mm -hmm. what trump has done and yet you're being trapped in this american tragedy but being denied being an american Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's bullshit but yeah it's it's a really good powerful article um she wrote it for the new yorker it will be linked in the show and it has a lot of information about this case and just also about her own experiences as being an asian american and during this past year, it's horrible. There's a lot of sexism. There's a lot of racism on personal accounts of hers. But that quote, I was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see her say, like, that kind of quote with, um, and, you know, she brought up, like, George Floyd and the yeah. African-American community. Yet there are people who are like, and not even most, not even African-Americans who are saying it, but it's other white people being like, you're overshadowing the Black Lives Matter. We're going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> but also she did bring up, um, I think she, what, she said institutionalized racism, which I think is yeah. also the same thing as systemic racism. Yeah. And people truly believe that systemic racism does not exist. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like it's. It's such a good fucking article. She did such a good job. But it's so sad also because it's a first-town account for one. And you're like, God. And even it talks about um, the fetishizing that we talked about with Mm -hmm. Asian Americans. Because she talks about, at one point, I remember reading, she was just walking down the street and she had her headphones in. And this white man was making obscene gestures about her for being Asian. And then when she finally acknowledged him, he like turned on her like flip because she was like what and he is oh god it was so gross which also gets into a bigger um because not only is 
Asian fetishization a big thing, but a lot of Asian fetishization comes from or stems from pedophilia because Asians look typically younger. younger. They look younger and they do. They take better care of their skin. Exactly. <laughs> and then so that is also a whole nother issue. The next point I have is in the the grossest, cruelest form of irony. Wong, uh, the shooter of the spas told a friend that he preferred Asian massage parlors because they felt safe, but they weren't safe enough for the women that worked there and owned them. And I just, I saw that quote on Twitter. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the same author who wrote the article that we just quoted. But yeah, he, he literally quoted that to a friend that he preferred those massage parlors because he felt quote unquote safe. What the fuck? And I just... I can't get over the sick feeling that that makes me feel. I know. I like feel like I'm going to throw up. So, uh, Robert Aaron Long has been charged with eight counts of murder and homicide and one count of aggravated assault. As of, as far as I know, I haven't uh, checked into it today, but as far as yesterday, that's what it was. With this case, uh, I have a few other issues I just want to discuss really quick while I was researching this event. One, news outlets seem completely incapable of talking about the victims' lives and what made them who they were. But instead, I had to scroll and scroll through countless headlines that read something along the lines of the Atlanta spa shooter's life before, or blah, 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 or this is who Aaron was. Like, no. Fuck him. I want to know about the women he murdered. Because they do that same shit with, like, the police officers that killed George Floyd. They did the same shit with police officers who have killed other, um, like, young black men and assaulted young black women and also rapist. You see that? Yes. What was his? I don't even remember his name. Because Brock was, Turner? Brock Turner. The I knew who you were talking about. The swimmer. He had he so was, much potential. He was going to be This was ruined his life. He was in college. Like, yeah. And it was Fuck like, him. Yeah, I knew exactly who you meant. Yes, and I was like, because part of what media does refuses to remember his name because he was the rapist. He does not deserve to be honored. He does not deserve to be remembered. His victim deserves to be remembered. But yes, I was trying. I was scrolling and scrolling for this case just yesterday from recording this. We are recording this on Monday. This comes out on Wednesday, so in two days. Sunday, it was just. Articles titled The Atlanta Shooter's Life Before or Get to Know. I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking get to know this guy. I know enough to know that he's an asshole. He's a racist fucking mass murderer. <laughs> Issue number two, also with the media. Um, lots and lots of media coverage of this case referred to this murderer as a child. Can we talk about that? He's tw- wasn't he 21? He was a 21-year-old fucking adult white man. And it is absolutely baffling while they were trying to make him come off as a kid and or child. Because I saw both terms used. And that's what we as humans equate to innocence. And I literally cannot make it make sense. He was 21 years old. But they were calling him a kid. No! It made me so mad. I don't even know where to start. I have, like, so many... But if he was a black man, would they have used that word? No. No, they would not have. And that's that. And I just... I mean, like... Mm. Okay. I'm someone who's really into psychology. Your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25 years old. 
Does that give you the excuse to do things? No, because at 21, you know right from wrong. You know your morality. You understand morality. You learn that when you are a kid. You know that when you are a kid. But if you are an old white woman reading the newspaper and you're like, oh, this kid shot up a massage parlor because he has sex temptations, you're going to probably feel something for him. All of it is bullshit. Every single thing I just said is bullshit. That pisses me off. Yeah. Um, so that's my uh, my second beef to pick with this case. But it doesn't end there. Oh, God. <laughs> and this one is the most I don't understand. Bizarrely, I saw a few articles and people on social media, on TikTok, trying to blame Black Lives Matter <laughs> for this case. What the fuck? What? No! Black lives do matter, and we should stop Asian hate crimes. Why is it so complicated for Americans? I don't understand. We do not have to pick sides. They are both important. See, because I knew people were, like, (laughs) picking sides and, like, trying to undermine the stop Asian hate because of Black Lives Matter. I saw people trying to blame it. see them blaming stop Asian hate on Black Lives Matter. And and what I was going to say earlier, most of the people who were like, you can't use the stop Asian hate. You can't do that because it wasn't even, like, it wasn't black people. It was white people being like, and I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, so I I saw a lot of that, and I was like, I'm sorry, I don't fucking understand. So I just wanted to be like, no, that's both are important, and neither cancel each other. Like, it's not a thing. Guess what, guys? Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate can exist at the same time. They are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I have on the... The Atlanta shootings and the Asian hate of this of late. It got really heated a lot longer than I meant for it to go on. Stop <laughs> racism against minorities. Which I shouldn't even have to say against minorities because racism can only happen against minorities. But some people think that you can be racist to white people. You can't. There is no such thing as reverse racism. And if you think that there is, you're wrong. Yeah, it's it's 2021. This literally should not be a thing, but we are just we can't stop repeating history here mm-hmm. in this country for some reason. But there will be many, many, many links in the show notes for this for ways you can help resources to help you learn um, articles to read places to donate. I'm going to list all that I can. Yeah. And even if you can't donate, share, share it. Try to learn about culture. Try to pronounce people's names. Just protect your neighbors and your friends. And if you enjoy anything in the Asian culture, stand up for them. Like it's not that fucking hard. Cause I know a lot of times when things happen like this, like everyone is pressuring people to donate all the time and get mad when they can't donate. But if you can't donate, that's, that we is, get it. We're we get going it. through a pandemic. Yes. And that is not the problem. Just try and raise awareness or share it in any way you Just can. share information. Maybe it'll reach someone who can donate. And like, that's, that's the biggest thing is to no, raise eat awareness. The rich, so. Eat the rich. <laughs> Just like last episode, we should eat the rich. 
The rich suck. I hate the 1%. In my segment, it lasted a really long time. I didn't mean for it to last this long, but I do still kind of want to talk about what happened. That's my fault I got on tangents. No, they were important tangents. I do want to lightly touch on what happened in London recently, um, because I guess also I didn't know Skylar wasn't aware of this, but it's another important issue separate but important because it's about women's lives and protecting women and women's movements so if you don't know um recently in london there was a woman uh, named sarah everett uh, she was a 33 year old uh, marketing executive and she left her friend's home uh, at 9 p.m. on March 3rd, and she was going back to her apartment. It should have taken her 15 minutes, and she was really smart. She chose well-lit streets. It was crowded. It was a busy London night, and she was doing all these things that we as women are told to do for our safety. She was still murdered and found. Who is accused of her murder? 48-year-old Serving police officer named oh Wayne Cousins, and he was arrested on March 12th, and he was charged with her kidnapping and her murder. And it's just this big fucking case. Human remains were found in a wooded area in Kent, southeast of the capital. They belong to Everett, Miss Everett. Uh, police divers are continuing the search in a nearby river to look in local drainage system for evidence, um, including her cell phone. So it's still ongoing. It's still very sad. It's still very ridiculous. But it definitely sparked a movement because her, uh, the most accused killer is an acting police officer in London. And it just... It goes to show that who are we supposed to fucking trust? Mm -hmm. uh, because he can get away with it if he wants. And I don't think his trial is set until June or November of this year. So it's still a really long way off. But it's really important. And also, I just want to bring up, I saw a lot of gross comments on Twitter about this case. And I want to talk about those. I don't have them quoted or anything because I just remember them. As a woman, you do these sorts of things. So... Oh my God, someone asked. What was she wearing? What was she wearing? Was she drunk? Yeah, both of those. Because, um... <laughs> Some, a lot of people I really admire and I follow, they live in London, and so they were tweeting about it. And as for fun, and I guess for my own sense of self-hatred, I scrolled through the comments, and a lot of white men wanted to ask these questions. But what, sh what was she wearing? Was it overly exposed? Because you know how men can be. And also, another good one. But was she drunk? Because you know what happens when women get drunk. No, what the fuck happens when women get drunk? And a police officer is there. Another favorite is why didn't she just take a cab? Please link to 50 billion articles about cab drivers raping and killing their women passengers cab when they drivers, are drunk. Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, Uber being used as a sex trafficking link. It was just, it was a very upsetting case. It led to a lot of really important, really great women's marches and women's movements. It's still ongoing. The case has not gone to trial yet. You should all keep your eyes on it. Um, and you should, if you are a man, you should look out for your women friends. You should protect them. Uh, women, you should not fucking trust anyone, I guess. I don't know. Because she did literally everything she 
she could. It was a busy night in London. She chose well-lit streets. She did everything that she was always supposed to do. And if you are not a woman who grew up making fucking Wolverine claws with your keys, like I did because I worked at malls in Nashville late at night and I was in rain to do that. I don't know what else we can do. Yeah, I don't. And she was still kidnapped and murdered. I should be able to go. It was 9 p.m. It wasn't even midnight or 1 a.m. It was 9 p.m. on a busy fucking night in London. And like, I should be able to go to the grocery store at 7 p.m. without having to worry about that guy who was out there smoking and asking me if he could help me put my groceries in my car and then getting mad at me when I kept saying no, that I didn't need help. Yeah. If you know any women in your life, she has been told from a child that it, it's her fault. It's yeah. what she wears. It's how drunk she got. It's she wasn't well aware of her surroundings or she was too nice or she wasn't nice enough. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we supposed yeah. to do? <laughs> like, we can't make anyone happy. Like, but we. And but it's all just- on us. Yeah, it's our fault for not doing enough or doing too much or because apparently we can we can just tell women that, you know, you should be more modest. You need to cover you need to protect yourself instead of telling men they shouldn't rape or kill or kidnap women just because they say no. Yeah. Or like um it's like, well, you led me on. But then if you straight up tell a man, I'm not interested, they're like, well, fuck you. I don't like you anyway. You're not even cute. I it was just being nice. We literally cannot win mm-hmm. as a gender. <laughs> like being stopped in between having someone watch you while you're filling up your gas. Because, you know, you should be able to get gas at 5 p.m., when it's daylight savings time or daylight whatever fuck so it's still daylight outside and be able to get your gas go into the gas station and come back out to your car without having someone pull in between you and your car to block your path to your car to ask you if they could buy you a drink because when i say no it's like okay you don't have to be a bitch. You're not even that cute. Yeah. Like, then why were you waiting for me when I got out of the gas station? We've all been there. We've all experienced it on one extreme or the other. And it happened recently in London. And a cop is involved. And it sparked a lot of uh, controversy and talk about. Um, I will also link stuff for that. And you should definitely look into it. Because this is not a one-off thing. It mm. happens literally every single fucking day and if you know women you should be upset about your fellow man if you are a woman you know exactly what we're talking about and it's bullshit and everyone is fed up about it and it launched a lot of really good protests and stuff that recently happened um and a lot of them on tiktok made me cry so there's that (laughs) And I just hope Sarah gets her justice. Mm-hmm. She deserves justice. Those are my two very sad cases. I want to stop talking now. Okay. <laughs> Let's open the other bottle of yeah, wine. <laughs> Hopefully next week is a happy week. Yeah. We deserve a happy week. Sorry if you hear a lot of noises in the background, like me doing this. Or like a hissing sound, um, because I'm so stressed out about these cases that I'm smoking. (laughs) Obviously a jewel. I don't actually smoke cigarettes or anything with like actual smoke. It's just vapor. But yeah. We just poured our second bottle of wine. So 
like I said earlier, since Brittany was doing like what's been happening with the Asian and American community, I was like, I'm gonna do some like stupid YouTube drama. It'll be really lighthearted and fun and kind of like idiotic as most YouTube drama is. Mm -hmm. um, until I started researching it and it is not that at all. Great. So I don't know if you know anything about this, but today I'm going to be talking about David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad. Do you know what's been happening with them? I don't even know who that is. Okay, well, David Dobrik and then, like, his friends that are in his vlog squad used to be really popular on Vine. Like, it was David Dobrik, uh, Scotty Sire, Todd, whatever his last name was, Jason Nash, Brandon Calvillo, um, which Brandon Calvillo was not a part of this, but he did have a little scandal, but I think it was proven false. Um, so, I don't I, know. I know, like, three YouTubers. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. This is all above me, I So... Think. We are talking, yeah, we're talking about David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad today. Okay. So, David Dobrik is an old Viner and popular YouTuber. He has 18.7 million subscribers. Jeez. So, he has a huge following. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I always thought his vines were funny. I, like, I love Scotty Sires. Are there any vines that I would know that were popular? Um, have you seen the one where it was like, um, he was like waking up his friends and like was like shook the bed and like uh, the guy kind of got up and was like, dude, what the fuck? And he, like then the other guy popped up from the same bed and was like, and then the guy started laughing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try and see if I can find some. Like he was very popular. Like, okay. I mean, I, I really wasn't that. I only know a few like the really popular vines. David Dobrik's the one who dated Liza, Ko Liza Koshy. I know Liza. Mm -hmm. Okay. David was her boyfriend for like a long time. They dated for a really long time. Okay. But then they broke up. And then like Scotty Sire was the one. His younger brother was also really popular. His younger brother was like, I can't tie my shoes, but I can fuck your bitch. <laughs> Have you seen that vine? I feel so old. Oh my god! <laughs> I am so old. Okay. Anyways, that's like okay. Guess that this won't it'll make me upset for different reasons probably then it seems. Yeah. Okay, because I don't actually know any of these people, so I won't be upset on that front. Like that's his younger brother. His brother's iconic. I'm so old, Skylar. I don't know any of these. Yeah, that's it. They were just like some idiots on Vine, and like some of their stuff was like cringy, and some of it was funny, but they always just seemed like, like they they were nice guys. Um, now okay, Brandon Calvillo had a scandal that he was apparently like seeing someone who was underage. Turns out, like when all the facts came out, he didn't know that she was underage. Okay, which is like not an excuse, but if you don't know, like. I mean, like, I don't blame him for seeing her because she was in college. And when you think of someone who's in college, you're like, they're legal. Like, yeah. But she, I don't know if she graduated earlier, like, skipped a grade, but it turns out, like, she was, like, 17. Okay. And he didn't know that. Um, or at least that's what I remember. I mean, it was a long time ago. And Scotty Sire, he was not involved in this the main situation we're talking about today. He did make a video about one of their old vlog squad friends and was like, this is what happened. And then people were like, dude, like, no, like you need to. And he like deleted the video and apologized. He was like, I was wrong in that video. I shouldn't have said those things to like kind of respond to the situation. That was the wrong way to respond. I take accountability for that. But then again, that could just be me being like, oh, Scotty, because Scotty Sauer was always my favorite. Okay. So then like that's... <laughs> 
Like, Scotty and Brandon were always my favorites. And then, like, when those things came out, I was like, now immediately, I obviously, like, with the girl, um, I was like, oh, if she was underage, like, he's in the wrong. Like, fuck yeah. him, like, for dating an underage girl. But then it, like, later came out, and I was like, okay. But at the same time, always believe the victim first, which we yeah. will get into in a moment. <sighs> Great, yeah. So that's kind of like who these people are, just like a general idea of like who David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad is. I never really watched David Dobrik's vlogs though, because that's not really my thing. I don't like really watch a lot of vlog videos. I don't find, I don't know, they just can't keep my attention. I'm like, get bored really easily. I like, I have ADHD. I can't like just <laughs> do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, but nothing seemed to be wrong. I mean, the most I ever knew about him was like his vines, his breakup with Liza Koshy, Trisha being Trisha, and like Trisha, Trisha and Jason breaking up. And that was like all I knew. But it never really had anything to do with David or the rest of them. I was like, whatever. Yeah. I was like, I didn't really know anything. And like I'm saying, like nothing ever seemed to be wrong with David. And he was the only other person I knew. Like the rest of the people we were going to talk about, I didn't even know they were in the vlog squad. Okay. Um, so yeah, like nothing ever seemed to be wrong with David. He does fun vlogs. He does fun things. He like, he's the guy that has the cute smile. He laughs while he talks. Like he's just kind of like endearing and he seems very friendly and genuine. But once you start to really look into it, there's a really dark side to David Dobrik and the rest of the vlog squad. And something okay. has come out recently that is horrific and that is what we'll be talking about today. Okay. So in 2018, a girl who is listed as Hannah in the Insider article, um, I do not believe that is her real name, and we'll also talk about her friend Sarah, and I don't think that was her real name. That was I don't think Sarah was that girl's real name. I think it was just what they're going by. Okay. Um, but that's what we'll call her. We'll call them Hannah, Sarah. Okay. Because that's what they, they don't want their real names out there, which... I will respect that. So yes, this girl who is listed in the Insider article was raped by Dom, who is one of the Vlog Squad members. Okay. Yeah, his name is like Dirte Dom, and it's spelled D-U-R-T-E, Dom, D-O-M. Okay. Um, and he was one of the Vlog Squad members. The vlog was uploaded with the title, She Should Not Have Played With Fire, and the video got 5 million views. Okay. So what had happened was a group of girls was invited to hang out with the vlog squad under the premise of having a threesome, foursome, or fivesome for a bit. They kind of agreed as a joke. It was like, they kind of agreed as a joke, like, because it was just a group of girls wanting to hang out with some famous YouTubers. Yeah. Which, whatever. Sh they should be able to, like, hang out with people without Fuck. having to have a threesome, foursome, or fivesome with this asshole. But anyways, um... And then when they got there, it became less of a bit. It was going to be like, oh, we'll just pretend to have this, like, for the vlog. Like, nothing will actually happen, though. Right. But once they got there, they realized that was not the case. Okay. So the girls were no longer comfortable. And so the men, who are the members of the vlog squad, got them really drunk per, <sighs> per David's order of wanting to loosen them up. So David Dobrik saw they were being uncomfortable and was like, you guys should go buy alcohol so we can loosen them up. How, how old were these people? They were above 18, but not 21. Okay. So they weren't old enough to buy alcohol, which we'll talk about later, but they were not minors. Okay. Which doesn't make it any better, but doesn't yeah. make yeah. it worse, I guess. But it's still very bad. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Again, I don't know anything about these people, so I'm just trying to learn. So Jeff, who we will talk about later, I think his last name was like Wittick. 
Jeff Whitting and Todd. I still can't remember Todd's last name for the <laughs> life of me, but like I liked his vlogs, vlog or liked his vines. He made some funny ones, um, but now I kind of hate him because he kind of sucks. Apparently, everyone here sucks. <laughs> so yeah, so Jeff. Like I said, who we'll talk about later, and Todd got the alcohol for them because they were underage, but right. underage to buy alcohol. Right. And got them drunk, specifically Hannah. And Dom proceeded to assault her at one point, even while she was unconscious. Mm. And at the end of the day, no matter what was agreed upon, jokingly or not, she was unable to consent in that state. Yeah, it's not consent, point blank. Her friends recount having to pick her up off the floor and force her to throw up because she was drunk and she had absolutely no memory of it the next day. She was way too intoxicated to be able to give proper consent in that situation and even before she was drunk, she was becoming less comfortable with it and even if she consented beforehand over messages or, or whatever, consent can be taken away at any time. And the second she started becoming uncomfortable and not it's wanting gone. that to happen, that means there's no consent. Yeah. 100%. And if you... Period. Like, if you care... If, like, you are having sexual relationship with, like, someone else, they tell you, like, yes, they want to have sex with you, and you start doing it, and they become uncomfortable, you should be able to pick up on that. Uncomfortable is not a feeling that can be hidden well. It is yeah. very apparent when someone is uncomfortable and your next step should be, hey, you look uncomfortable, do you want to continue this? That that was never asked. They were like, they could tell that she was uncomfortable and they kept pushing it and did not give her, like, no, there was no consent in that situation whatsoever. And it pisses, and it's just, it gets worse. Great. David, in the vlog that was including this, this night, made it seem like she and her friends were having a fun time and were super happy to be there and just having a fun night drinking with the boys from the vlog squad. So, like, the way he edited the video and narrated it, he made it seem like they were just having fun and having a good time. They were not. But that is why no one was really talking about it until now. Because it did happen in 2018, and the video was uploaded in 2018. But the way he edited it made it seem like it was just all fine okay but the hannah came out with her story and kind of told her story about it and people were like oh my god like this wow um because he because david had construed it in a way that everything was fine and it was all just fun and games for a bit in the vlog he does actually say they weren't interested and that they had to convince them mm. this leads That's to thing okay this leads to a bigger issue because a lot of people either aren't aware or choose to willfully, willfully ignore that coercion does not equal consent. It's not playing hard to get. It's not a cat and mouse game. Bothering someone so much to where they're like, fine, yes, if you just leave me the fuck alone, that is not consent. But people see that and they're like, oh, they got them to agree and think it's a good thing. Like, OMG, they won those girls over. Like, no, that's not, that's not consent. That is pressuring and coercion to where you feel like you have no other choice but to say, fine, just get it over with and leave me alone. And that is not real proper consent. That is still assault. That is still rape. That is still harassment. Like, yeah. And I mean, yeah, relatable, but for lots of women. Yeah. Sorry for making my fun, lighthearted case. Like, not so fun and lighthearted. Thought right? it would be. Thought mine was the heavy segment. Okay, so now let's get to Jeff quickly. 
Jeff released a video basically trying to shake himself from all blame. And when you first watch the video, Jeff actually makes himself seem like a good guy. Like when I first started going down this rabbit hole, I believed Jeff genuinely. I was like, yes, he didn't do anything. He was like, he didn't know what was happening. Like Jeff was in the right. Like he actually like didn't do anything wrong. But the further I went down the rabbit hole, I realized how wrong I was. Yikes. Which is also a thing that happens with men. Like, and it sucks to say it happened, but like Jeff gaslighted everybody and he lied to make himself seem like a good guy. And I totally fell for it at first. I was like, oh wow. Jeff said that he did not buy the alcohol, that Trisha lied and he was not the one to buy the alcohol. He also said that he would have never let this happen if he had known, but he was only there 15 minutes before he left and that the girls and everyone there made it seem like they were just gonna do this for a bit and he was only there for 15 minutes and then he left he was like they're just gonna do this bit like I'm gone and he kept talking he was like you know he's like I've been to jail before and he knew like he knew that these kind of things were like the worst thing you could do to a person and like if he had known that this was gonna happen he was never gonna let it happen and he would never have been complicit in something like that he would have stopped it and I was like oh like Jeff is actually like got a good head on his shoulders he's the only person who was in the situation that like was good and he like called the reporter and was like you know where did you get this and she was like oh I don't know I don't know and like the re reporter was like and he called her out for reporting falsely. And the reporter said that she was sorry that this was happening to him, but she wasn't sorry that she reported it because it was her job. But she was sorry that he took some of the blame because she didn't get all the facts. And I was like, wow, Jeff is like a good guy. He also said that they all believed that the entire thing was gonna be a bit and an act, then that they even went back the next day to put water on Dom to make it look like Dom had just had sex. and even though it had happened the night before, they like went back the next day and it was a completely different day and just poured water on him to like put it into the vlog and edit it to make it look like it just happened. And he was like, that's what I believed that it was just for a bit, like nothing was actually happening. And that anything that had happened with the girls must have happened after all of them had left. Like it must have just been Dom's own thing. And that the reason he's being associated with this and that his name is being brought up is because he was the only one ready to speak out and talk about it and to call people and be like, this is what actually happened. And then so his name got drugged through the mud. And I was like, OMG, Jeff, like you didn't do anything wrong. Like you're, you seem like a cool guy. Like you seem like you, you would have protected them if like you had been there, if you had known. And I was like, I totally believed him. I was like, Right. ready to like back Jeff and be on Jeff's side but <laughs> okay Sarah which is the name we're going with um one of Hannah's friends who was sober and the DD recalled Todd and Jeff as the ones to go and get the alcohol okay and Ethan Klein, who's the H3H3 guy, he had pictures of Jeff at that house through the entire, throughout time during the evening, showing that he was indeed there. There were pictures of him, like there were pictures of the, of Hannah being like, like slumped over on her friend, clearly intoxicated and like Jeff being in the background, like showing that he was still there. Okay. Um, he was there, he was complicit. He complicit. He really just made that whole video just to get the legal ramifications that could come from buying an underage person alcohol off his back. And like I was honestly shaken up at how well he did it. 
Like, I've been manipulated by lying men before, and, like, when it came, to, and, like, when it, I when I fell for it again, I was like, fuck, I really, like, can't trust any man whatsoever. Which I know it seems silly, because it's, it's just, like, a stupid YouTube thing. Like, oh, I believed this one guy, and then it came out that he was lying. I'm like, but I really believed him. Like, I really thought he was in the right, and then it turns out he wasn't. And I, when I found that out, I was like, how did he lie so easily and make it seem so real? And that's because that's what men are good at. They're good at manipulating women. They're good at gaslighting them and like tricking people into thinking that they're angels that they yeah especially when you give people like this like platforms to do it on and you trust them mm -hmm. and it's yeah you don't want to believe it when it's right there in front of you mm -hmm. yeah sad yeah and i was like like I said, I was honestly shaking up at how well he did it because when I saw some of his video, I was like, oh, he might actually be the only good person in this group, but he is just as bad as the rest of them. Even before this happened, he frequently joked and laughed with the rest of them when talking about Dom's inappropriate and aggressive behaviors towards women that have been evident throughout many, many videos. So yeah, so that's Jeff Wittick. Great. Back to Hannah and Dom. She sent this message to Dom, pouring out her heart, being vulnerable, and having to relive her trauma just to ask the guy who assaulted her to take down the video of them literally sexually assaulting and raping her and asking and to have to ask them to take it down. She recounted in the messages everything that happened and how it hurt her and why it traumatized her. And she was so like, she was so well-spoken and so polite and mature, which is commendable because that habit, I'm not sure I would be. I don't know how she managed to like get all of her thoughts together through that. Like I like, and to be able to talk about it to the person who did it. I mean, like I said, I've been like, when it happened to me, I still, I've still never talked about it. I can't talk about it. And I definitely can't talk to the person who did it ever again. So the fact that she did that, I'm like super, like I commend her and she is so brave for being able to do that because I don't think I would be able to, because I still can't. Yeah. And Dom then replied with, I respect your wishes. The video's down. That's all he said. Okay. There was no apology, no regret, no nothing. He just literally, yeah, sure, whatever. Which sadly doesn't surprise me because people like that don't see why they should apologize because they feel entitled to women's bodies for themselves and he doesn't regret anything. He likes to pretend he regrets it and pretend he's changed, but when you actually see it, you can tell he doesn't. Okay. And then another thing that happened, so moving on from like the Hannah and Dom situation, we're going to get into something else and like we will kind of go back to it just when we talk about everything in a brief overview. Um, but another thing that happened was with one of the other members of the vlog squad, Seth, and his girlfriend, Corinna. They were going to do like a silly little stupid thing where they were like making out while Corinna was wearing like an old man mask and then there was going to be another prank where like they were making out while Corinna was wearing a gorilla mask. But instead they switched Corinna out with Jason and put Jason behind the mask and did not tell Seth. Seth did not consent to making out with Jason and he was very upset about the fact that they played that prank on him. And like I think like some people were like oh he's mad he kissed a man he's homophobic and I'm like no he's mad he kissed someone he didn't consent to kissing like very intimate thing yeah like it's not because like like that kind of thing can cause trauma like i mean yeah and like i know like we've talked about like a lot of like you know 97 percent of women have been sexually assaulted in their life but men also do get sexually assaulted and seth was sexually assaulted by having to kiss a man he did not consent to kissing because of a prank or for a bit that was assault 
It right. was it was not consensual. They did not tell him that that was going to be, which, like, pranks, you're not supposed to tell people that you're pranking them. But when it comes to their consent, their bodies, who they are, what they are comfortable with do- doing, that is not, you need to, like, figure that out before you do any of that. Yeah. But, but yeah. It's the difference. Yeah. And people have criticized Seth, saying that he was a liar and was kind of victim-blaming Seth for saying he called them out for clout. That the reason he said, like, you guys did this and you suck for doing this is that he was calling them out for clout. Um, and Scotty Sire, which is the only time Scotty Sire comes into this, um, he was one of the people that were like, yeah, Seth is just doing this for clout. Like, he agreed to it. These are his text messages with David that said he would be okay with doing it again. So this all happened for clout. And, but, uh, after people called him out and were like, no, like you can't victim blame in this situation. Like Scotty did take down the video and apologize for the way he worded things and like took back what he said. Okay. Which is why I'm like, okay, maybe I can still like be okay with Scotty Sire. <laughs> like he's the only one apparently. Cause like, I mean, people make mistakes. They say stupid things in the heat of the moment. And like, if you have text messages that are like. I'd be okay with doing this again. I mean, you see that and you like have this friend who is like, was the one who did all this. And then the person who's getting mad at your friend has text messages saying they'd be okay with doing it. Like you're going to protect your friend. But once like people explained to him, like you realize like you're an idiot in this situation. Right. He was like, he like kind of understood like why, like, yeah. it, and which we'll get into in this next video. Um, because like a lot of people still blame Seth for being mm-hmm. like, you said you would do it again. You said you would do it again, so, like, why are you mad? It was because he was desperate. He was isolated, cut off, and lost a lot of income because David cut him out of the vlog squad after saying he didn't like that prank. Like, he was like, I did not feel comfortable with this prank. I didn't like it. And David was like, fine, you're out. So, but then when he said he was okay to do the prank again, suddenly he was back in and everything was good. Which is just another instance Mm. of how manipulative and abusive David is to where the victims feel like they have no choice but to go back to him. Right. Which was what, like, people explained to Scotty. And he was like, oh. (laughs) And so he apologized for the way he said things because he was like, okay. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, I mean abusers are good at manipulating people. They're good at manipulating the people they're abusing and they're good at manipulating the people that they're close to to help manipulate the person they're abusing. That's what abusers and narcissists are. And which David Dobrik is very much so an abusive narcissist. Sounds like it. Which is wild to me because I did not realize that until just now. (laughs) When I was researching this. But they're they're also good at hiding it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Then David released a video called Let's Talk, in which he turned off the comments and the dislike to like ratio, meaning he didn't actually want to talk. He just seems to be doing it to save face, not actually because he was sorry. Yep. And I watched a video by Observe, who is a body language analyst, who watched David's response video and broke down David's body language. Basically talking about how David made himself seem smaller to seem vulnerable, which is common for an apology. Like when you're apologizing to someone, you kind of shrink in on yourself. And how he kept blinking, which is a tell of trying to remove yourself from the situation to separate and protect himself from the negativity. Which he also does by keeping a microphone in front of him. So the mix of the blinking and the keeping the microphone right in front of him, he was like protecting himself and hiding in on himself from all the negativity. He also looked down and tucked his chin in while talking about how he always values consent. And he also kind of like did like a lopsided 
sided shrug like while he was talking um, which is defensive gesturing and led observe from the guy who did this not to buy it um, the way his body is moving just looks unauthentic it looks like he was just trying to protect himself and yeah. kind of like blow it off he also did more eye blocking which is still trying to remove himself because he's frustrated and clenching, clenching gestures uh, to show more frustration and anger paired with another defensive chin tuck. Observe noted how David hadn't said anything genuine or even apologized throughout. He only made excuses and deflected. He was only able to note that David was defensive from the negativity and angry that things didn't go the day go the way that David wanted and observe is quoted saying this is a hollow apology he was noticing that David was doing a lot of ver verbal stuttering which put him in group three of the apologizing category there's like non-scripted but or they're scripted but meaning it non-scripted but meaning it non-scripted but not meaning it gotcha and he didn't script it based off the verbal stuttering but he also didn't mean it as evident by his body language and deflecting Right. So, Observe was, like, who is a professional body language analysis, like, this is what he does, like, noticed all this about David and was like, this is a hollow apology. He does not care. And his response is he genuinely sees it as they just regretted it after the fact. Seth, he made it seem like Hannah and Seth agreed to do these, and then they just regretted the fact after. Right. That they never had at any point taken away their consent or had even never consented to it in the, in the first place. He's like, they just regretted it after. So he just deleted the videos and was all lackadaisical because he doesn't see anything wrong with anything he did. And I genuinely think that he genuinely thinks that he didn't do anything wrong because they had just regretted it. He doesn't even consider that they didn't want it in the first place. He never thought to ask or care if they wanted it. He's just like, obviously they do. They just now regret it. And it's like... No. No. That's not how that works. Yeah. And he did say in a podcast once that he had to give Dom a pep talk to make him stop freaking out and being nervous and awkward. But then in his apology, he claims he had nothing to do with it and that he does not tolerate any kind of misconduct from his team. But yet on that night, he was like, you just got to get in there. You just got to do it. Like, quit being awkward. Like, you got to talk them up first. You can't just, like, ask them for this. You got to, like, do this. And he actually had, there's recording of him saying that. And then in his apology, he was like, I don't, didn't have anything to do with that. I don't tolerate any kind of misconduct. Yeah. Gross. And a lot of the fans of David are like, why is everyone attacking David? Dom should be the one to take the blame. Which, of course, yes, Dom should be charged and in jail because he was the one who did it. But David is the leader of that whole group and was just as complicit. He was the one who told them to buy alcohol to loosen them up. He recorded it, posted it, made Hannah relive that trauma, and turn it into something that seemed silly and fun. He and the rest of the vlog squad were all equally complicit and accomplices in this act and in even more acts. And I watched this video from this, oh, hold on, I'll find her channel. Um, but she made a really good analogy. Okay, so there's this video called The Downfall of David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad by Smoggy Glow. Hmm. And she made this, this analogy that if a bank is being robbed by three people and one person is the one who shoots at the bank teller, yes, he should be charged and he is to blame for shooting the bank teller, but the other two that were there with guns and holding people hostage are also accomplices and complicit. And yes. it's the same with the Vlog Squad. Yes, Don was the one to do it and he should be blamed and charged, but the rest of them were there, knew it was going to happen, and let it happen. For sure. 
Yeah. Yeah, so they were all equally complicit and accomplices in this act and in even more acts. I mean, things have happened with Corinna, the girlfriend of Seth, who, where some of the men would touch her and she would tell them to stop and they would all just laugh it off. <sighs> like, she was wearing a skirt and, like, one of them, like, grabbed her and she was like, stop. And um, he was like, you should wear pants then. And they all just, like, kind of laughed. Even Corinna laughed because, like, what else can you do in that situation? Yeah, for sure. And Corinna's not the only one. Gabby Hanna was also touched inappropriately. Like, one of them grabbed her boobs. And then um, there was also another woman in their car who was touched inappropriately. Zane, who was sitting in the back seat where she was sitting in the passenger seat. He, like, grabbed around the seat and, like, touched her boob. And, yeah, but they had built up these things where it all seemed okay because they would just laugh it off and yeah. act like it was a bitch. So when you're laughing, how, how is it bad? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the women would laugh because they were uncomfortable. I mean, I'm someone... What else are you going to do? I'm yeah. someone who laughs in uncomfortable situations. You've seen it on the podcast. We'll talk about something really dark, and I'll kind of start laughing because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to do. Constantly. Yeah. So they built all these things up to make it seem like it was just okay, and so no one called them out on it. And even though Trisha was the one who corroborated Hannah's story, she is still as equally as compl- is is equally as complicit. Because even though she claimed she left before they brought back the brought back the alcohol, she heard their plan. She knew what they were planning to do, and she didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, which I know, like, it can be hard for women to like stand up and say something, but for Trisha to kind of like act like this hero in this whole situation that she's like, yes, this actually happened. Don't, like, believe Hannah. I'm like, yes, it's great that you're doing it, but you were there. Yeah. And David's lawyers were trying to discredit Trisha, saying she couldn't be trusted because she's mentally ill, which is not cool. I mean, there's a lot of things that Trisha has done. Like, she faked being trans. She faked having dissociative identity disorder. And But she has always called out the vlog squad whenever they have done something wrong. Like the Jason thing. She was kicked out of the vlog squad um, for calling them out on disgusting behavior after everything that happened with, like, Jason and all that stuff. But, I mean, in this situation, I do believe her that what she is saying is true. Is she innocent? No. But is she lying? I don't think so. I mean, the girls who were there shared their story, and Trisha shared hers, and it matched up. Like, they both, like, had the same story about what happened that night. Um, but yeah, like I said, Trisha in that situation was also complicit, Everyone who was in that house was complicit in letting that happen. Except for the victims and her friends, obviously, because even though her friends weren't assaulted, they were, the vlog squad was forcing alcohol on them and lowering lowering their inhibitions as well. Like, Dom took Hannah into a room by herself and, like, the, her friends were outside while being, they were just forced more and more drinks on them and, like, I mean, they couldn't do anything either, but they weren't complicit. They did not agree to any of that happening, whereas the vlog squad, they knew what was going to happen. They were all prepared to make that choice to do that. David has always wanted to make himself and his friends seem like kings. They can party all they want, get all the girls they want, and just make it seem like their life is perfect and everyone's always having such a good time. But there was always a darker side to it, and that needs to be brought to light now because nothing that is going on there is good in any way. David, Dom, Jeff, 
etc have all started getting dropped by the brands that were backing them which is good that is a good yeah. start i'm not big on cancel culture like i never have been but david and the blog squad deserve to have their careers ended for this because this isn't oh i did or said something stupid but i've grown and changed and i know how i was wrong and it hasn't happened since nor like will it ever happen again which is kind of like where I think things are going with Scotty. Like people are trying to cancel him for blaming Seth, but like he genuinely apologized. He didn't realize that like David was like manipulating Seth as much as he was. And so I think that would be a situation where like cancel culture shouldn't apply to Scotty. But because he just was like, you know, in the moment he said something stupid, but he has a chance to grow from this. And I don't think that he should be canceled for that, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 I get you. I get Whereas you. David and the rest of them, like, Dom raped someone. Yeah. And the rest of them were completely complicit. And it's not the first time that any type of this creepy, aggressive, and forceful behavior has happened, especially with Dom and with David encouraging it. They need to be just deplatformed. Yeah. David, yeah. like, his friends are assholes and creepy and forceful and aggressive, and David is a toxic enabler of that situation. He wants it to happen because he thinks it makes good content. Yeah. And he thinks it can spin it however way he wants and get away with it because he's has 18.7 million subscribers, which he does not need. Gross, yeah. Anyways, that's my case. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, deplatform them. They don't deserve it. They yeah, need... I don't know them, but that's very gross. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It gave me the chills. Like, while I was, I was like, this was supposed to be fun and lighthearted. How did we get to this? I know. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> Which is like, it goes to show how good they are at tricking people. Because yeah. when you think of David Dobrik, you think of like, oh, he's the guy who just makes all these silly little vlogs. And he hangs out with his friends. And he's got like this nice face and this cute smile. And he just always giggles while he talks because he's just so happy all the time. But that's not the case. The further you look into it, the darker it gets. Yeah. And even though I wanted to do something lighthearted, I had like chosen this or just like thinking it would be stupid and then realized how bad it was. And I'm like, people need to be aware of this. Yeah. Of, like what he's doing to people. It's pretty bad. That's gross. Yeah. And like Seth and Hannah aren't the only ones. Like there have been other, other people who have like had to be in like pranks or bits that they did not want. Like, like, I mean, Trisha, like, I mean, I hate Trisha Paytas. Like, she she is, like I said, she's faked being trans. She's faked having dissociative identity disorder. She's made a mockery of, like, certain communities like that. But she was manipulated by David. Like, she, David had Jason do a prank where he was, like, cheating on Trisha. And Trisha was not comfortable with that, of having Jason kiss another woman. Like, they were dating. Trisha was dating Jason. She did not feel comfortable with him being with someone else but they did it for a bit yeah and trisha was just had to be fine with it because it was all for a bit it was all for a vlog no big deal but it is a big deal you're messing with people's emotions you're causing them trauma that's not a bit that's not a prank i just ugh. yeah i mean yeah trauma is very real yeah oof heavy week heavy week yeah this is a heavy week <laughs> I'm sorry I was supposed to bring, lift you guys up, but it just it didn't happen. Hey, if the world doesn't let it, the world doesn't let it. 
And lately, the world does not let it. But yes, that was current events. We're sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, we just we get something nicer next week. That would be nice. I would like something nice next week. Me too. So, um, shall we spin? Yeah, I'll start. I'll start making the drink wheel. All right, here yes. we go. I'll spin after you spin. Get our topic. Okay. What a fun little sound. I like the sound it makes. <laughs> Ooh. We got cooking. That would be a fun week. Guys, we get to have a happy week. We get to cook, even though, I, I would say, even though you don't listen to it that much. But actually, our cooking episode has been on the rise. So. Has it? I, didn't notice, I thought it was the one with the least amount of views. No, it's not right oh, now. nice. So, maybe you like cooking. So, do you want to pick something this time that I picked last time? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll pick what we make this time. Okay. Well, I will spin for the drink. Ooh. We got a drink we like. Hey, that's what we're talking about. So we get to cook <sighs> some good food. We get to drink a drink we like. Thank God. <laughs> and we get to relax for <sighs> one week. I'm so happy. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe we'll do something similar as last time. We'll like accept each our questions maybe we'll plan it a little better yeah so there's not that whole dead silence of my dumb ass trying to think of questions <laughs> we'll so, yeah. see we'll see we'll, we'll figure something out we'll figure it out um you'll be there hopefully with us to figure it out yes come listen we won't be so sad yes we're sorry about this week's episode but like we said it was important um we hope you are out there making a difference helping where you can sharing what you can even if it's just spreading awareness yeah that is that is good spread awareness in any way you can yeah keep being the good people we know that you are because you listen to our dumbasses so <laughs> and if you were if you're a type of person who we talked about in this episode you would not be listening to this podcast because we would have offended you a long time ago yeah i wholeheartedly believe that so we thank you so much for listening yes thank you for listening um even though it's kind of sad we hope you stuck through it but if you didn't i totally understand it was hard to it's hard to get through it's hard to talk about it's hard to hear um doesn't make it not important though yeah thanks for sticking around though <laughs> Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening. Um, anything else? Don't think so. All right. And like I said, we'll have a lot of stuff listed this week in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, all the different cases, all the different resources, along with ways to also get in touch with us. This has gone on a long time. You know the drill. You know where to find us. Yeah. We're below. Every Our podcast is all Sip and Spin Pod. Brittany's is Whimsy Dream or Whimsy Dreams. I'm Gleam YKS. It'll all be in the show notes. Contact us. Let us know your thoughts. Honestly, I'd love to hear them. Yep. But uh, we thank you for listening. We hope to see you next week. And if you are there, we'll be happy to sip with you. Oh, God. Stop! <laughs> You're so old. <laughs>